guys, this is Nicolette back with another episode, episode 19. Today we're going to talk about trust. How can we trust in the universe? Now, before I go further, guys, today concludes my mantra series, if you will. So, power, prosperity, be patient, and trust. It's also my intro song to my podcast as well. So, like I said, this is my mantra. This is what I speak into existence. This is what I include in my daily meditations. And trust is a big part of how we learn to move forward. If you don't trust in the universe, God, whatever it is that you believe in, even if that is believing in what you know you've worked hard to achieve, you know, just realistically, you know, you you went to college, you got great grades, you had multiple internships or different jobs that entailed whatever it was that you studied. The point here is that whatever it is that you put work into, however you allowed yourself to be productive, you have to believe that it's going to come into fruition for you. So you have to trust in the universe. You have to trust in that belief. There's no way to get whatever it is that you desire unless you believe, unless you trust. Okay. So that's why trust is absolutely important when it comes to kind of the basis of, as I always talk about, getting what your heart truly desires and also, you know, manifesting, getting what it is that you really want. So what it is that you want is based on what your heart truly desires. But as I've talked about multiple episodes before, you really don't know or you really can't be true to what your heart desires unless you're unless you're in tune with your true self, your inner self, right? That higher spirit of who it is that you are. Now, going back to the root word at hand, we have trust. So as usual, I just want to give you guys a brief little definition or uh, meaning of what trust is. And that is, as I've kind of already rambled about, a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Let's go ahead and outline five things that can allow us to be able to trust in the universe. Number one, let go of what does not serve you. This one is absolutely imperative to our growth, but if you don't do it, You really can't get ahead in these next few points that I'm going to outline for you. When I'm saying let go of what does not serve you, I am referring to anyone, anything, something that I've personally been working on just to kind of give you guys an idea. So I just got back in town earlier this week, but prior to me leaving town, I was having a hard time with my daily routine, with, you know, waking up at a decent time to do my workouts, to do my meditations, to do whatever it is that I want to do around the house before leaving the house. It was just kind of hard for me to get on my schedule. And it's partially probably because I've moved recently, but neither, none of that is neither here nor there. The bottom line here is that I had to let go of that because it was becoming a habit, you know? So now I'm working on getting up at a good time 
doing my workouts, even when I was out of town, I was trying to incorporate those different things regularly just so when I got back home, I could ease back into this desire to have a daily routine and to just keep myself on track, okay? So letting go of what does not serve me in that particular situation was me realizing that I don't feel good when I don't have my daily routine met. You know, it doesn't matter what time of the day. I do preferably like to get certain certain things done before 12 o'clock p.m., right? That's just my cutoff. With my personal schedule, I mean, I do a lot of different things, so I don't have to adhere to a certain schedule, but this is my choice, and I know that that does serve me. So I had to let go of what did not. Number two, understand what you can control. So obviously there are so many different things externally that we deal with that we have absolutely no control over. As I said, for number one, you got to let go of what doesn't what doesn't serve you. So as we said, you got to let go of what doesn't serve you for number one. But then for number two, you have to understand what you can control. So as I told you guys, I knew that I could control how to get back on my schedule. Another example for this can be the idea of maybe you deciding, okay, I want to keep this particular person in my life or I do want to continue to deal with the situation. But what triggers me? What makes me upset? What makes me feel uncomfortable when I'm dealing with this person or with this situation or whatever? So you have to only control what you can in those situations. I mean, that's just like when you're at work or something like that. You're obligated to be around certain people or to deal with certain things. But you have to learn how to work with those circumstances, right? It's our responsibility. I remember I was working at a company that I absolutely loved, but it was a stressful job. So I had to control what I could. I listened to my music. I would sing, you know, I would play my little word puzzles. I would do what I could to make the most out of that experience because I understood how much it was taken away from my happiness, you know, even though the money was great. So again, take control of what you can understand that you do have control over certain things so you can only take care or you can only control what those things are another thing to consider when it comes to this particular point is being grateful for what it is that you have so in that situation because i was grateful that i was making the money that i needed to make i made arrangements to get the best out of that job while i was there okay number three Work towards your heart's desires. When you are trusting in the universe, right, you have to continue to work towards what your heart truly desires. No matter what it looks like on the outside, no matter what people are telling you, maybe it's even beneficial for you not to talk to certain people about some of these things that it is that you desire because you have to continue to work for it. So the moment that we get discouraged, sometimes it's difficult. And I'm sure you can all relate. You might really want to buy this house, but you see the market is consistently increasing. You may not have the money in that moment. Maybe you see or you hear that other people are looking at the house. You know what I'm saying? So you have to continue to work towards that goal and not let other chaos, other distractions get in your mind to conflict with that desire. That is so important. Number four. Remove the fucking ego, people. 
I've actually been having a hard time with my ego over these last couple months. I will be the first to admit. I kind of feel like the ego is the devil or the little red man that sits on the left side of our shoulder, right? And then unconditional love is like the angel, the little white dressed being that sits on our right arm, okay? And this is just based off of my perspective. You know, I understand that that could be seen as the devil and an angel or the dark and the light, the evil and the good, however you want to call it. But I'm not saying that we don't need that ego. We don't need the darkness. We don't need the bad. Sometimes we do need another side of us for one, in order for us to recognize the light or the good or the positive, but also for us to stay balanced, right? But that ego typically strays us away from getting what we desire. The ego, when it's fed, continuously increases this idea that people are out to get us or people are not for us. So first and foremost, the death of our ego, which is a pretty common theme or topic, specifically when it relates to enlightenment. So if you're wanting to grow spiritually and you're being enlightened spiritually, you have to let go of the false idea of who you claim to be. So going back to the idea of thinking that everybody is out to get us or get you or whatever, one thing that we have to understand is that we are here to work with people, to cooperate with people, to compromise. Everybody wants to find their significant other, their life partner. You know, a lot of us want to have kids. So it's all about having connections with other people. <laughs> so if you have this false idea of who you are, then you can't know who is for you, who is gonna help you and who is out to get you don't get me wrong there are people that don't want to see us succeed but that's not everybody okay so when you learn to trust in the universe you have to let go of that false idea of who it is that you were told to be who you thought you who you thought you were for so many years in order for again your heart's true desires to outshine that perception so removing the ego is a huge part of trusting in the universe. Number five, know that the universe is within you. It's within all of us. We can call it God. We can call it universe. We can call it Holy Spirit, spirit. Multiple names can come into play. But the bottom line here is that we are the universe. We are all connected. Actually, I have this really great a quote from this article that I was reading. It was called What It Means to Trust the Universe Plus Why You Should by a lady named Lindsay Lewis. Um, so she was just outlining a few different points. A lot of times when I'm doing my episodes, I you know look for other resources, be it books, songs, articles, just to kind of get more information to support how I already feel. Um, but anyway, she had a quote that stood out to me. She, it says, our strongest, most powerful connection to all the stars, the cosmos and everything else around us that can guide us is actually within us. So often when we get caught up in thinking that we need to trust the universe, we somehow think some external force is going to swoop into our lives and save us from all the challenges we are experiencing. 
In other words, we automatically position ourselves as dependent, weak, and disempowered in relation to some elevated idea of the universe. This mode of trusting the universe is based in fantasy. We act like Rapunzel stuck in a tower with all that long hair waiting for the prince to come and save her. But in reality, Rapunzel could have just tied the ends of her hair to the window frame and climbed down herself. When I read that, I was like, man, ain't that some shit? Because it's so true. You know, we have gotten so used to there being this higher power that a lot of us feel like we either fall victim in certain situations or that, again, we don't have any control. But the fact of the matter is we have a lot of control over our reality, who we encounter on a regular basis. If you're putting yourself in a circumstance where you are hanging out with people or situations that don't serve you, you have to know and you have to take a step back to recognize the idea that you are allowing that. You don't have to be around certain things. You don't have to be around certain people. You don't have to believe certain things that you believe. But if you do and it doesn't serve you, it's because you have not come into grips with that. So in order to trust, we have to know that the universe is with us. That higher power is within us. We all have that capability. And that's one of the big reasons why I decided to start this podcast, why I've been writing, why I've been putting forth so much effort into this idea of enlightenment, because the answers are all within us. So the more that you realize that, the more that you can let go of what doesn't serve you, understand what you do have control of, you know, working towards your heart's desires and removing that ego, you'll understand that you have the power all along and every single thing that your heart desires, every single thing that you want in this life is attainable in every single way. Thanks for listening and I'm spreading unconditional love wherever you are.